Is brand marketing dead? That is, are the days of brand building, brand equity, and spending all of your time as a marketer trying to develop brand codes and send signals out to the market that your brand is about X, Y, and Z, are those days over when you consider, one, whether there's an ROI on those activities in general, but also the macro environment, the macro environment right now with uh, you know, impending recession and, and, and kind of all the, the negative, uh, negativity that's out there, um, are the days of, of uh, brand marketing over and the days of performance marketing uh, here or really the only mar- part of marketing that, that makes any sense to pursue as a, as a practitioner today? And the, the genesis of this recording uh, was a conversation that I had with James Phillip um, just around the idea of, of ROI, of course, and, and we had uh, watched the clip together um, where he had shared a clip with me of, of uh, First Mark Capital's uh, Rick Heitzman, uh, who, who basically was looking at s- the share price of different companies. And uh, I think if you consider the backdrop of, of Snap and Twitter and then compare that to the to the performance of Google and uh, these other platforms that... and, and you know their advertising platforms work in different ways. Snap, uh, Twitter, uh, those platforms are, are primarily br- brand driven. You know, you're you're as an advertiser, if you've done any marketing on those platforms, what you're paying for is the impression. How do you put your brand in front of as many people as possible? Whereas the Googles of the world, you're paying per click, and so you're paying for performance conversion. You're you're getting in front your your company in front of the person who's looking for your product and service at that particular time. And what Rick Heitzman was saying was that in a world like today where companies are pulling back on their advertising spend, which is typically the first place that companies will pull back on you know, when, when you start to consider a downturn um, because it's, it's the easiest place to pull money from. Uh, where are we seeing the biggest effect of that pullback? Well, we're seeing it in the earnings of, of the companies like this, the Snap and the Twitters and, and the Facebooks. And it's, you know, the, the, the performance marketing platforms of Google are a little bit more enduring. Um, but, you know, in, in thinking about that conversation or that insight, at least, that, that Rick Heidsman put out there, I think it was an interview with CNBC, um, James and I were talking about just the, the, the actual long-term impacts of whether brand versus performance. And, and, and is there even an equation there anymore? Is there value in spending your time on tagline, taglines and logos and and you know, tone of voice and typography, all these things are, or as marketers, should we be spending basically all of our time thinking about the customer journey and, and thinking about um, how do we optimize landing pages so that when people are coming to our sites, you know, we're getting a, some sort of information from that that we can then act on as a sales lead. Um, are we better off if we're going to spend on marketing, spending money on pay-per-click and getting really good on that side of things because at least we know we can track ROI. The old, uh, the old kind of adage or the old saying was that, you know, on a long enough time horizon, you, you do brand marketing because um, one, there's not, there's not a ton of ROI in the short term, but, you know, that on a long enough hi- time horizon, if you can build the huggies of diapers or if you can build the Coca-Cola of soft drinks, then, you know, on a long enough time horizon, then the brand starts to do the performance work for you, whereas you you know you don't you, your cost of customer acquisition becomes goes way down because the brand then does all the work right and which 
took us on a, in, in an area of, of our conversation where maybe brand marketing is a concept invented by these big companies uh, to just protect their space, uh, you know, in, in, in the ecosystem. Are the only companies that are allowed to talk about brand marketing big ones, you know, who have done all this work in, you know, and, and are able to lean on things like, like brand um, because they've got massive distribution already set because they've got, you know, customer bases that, you know, when you go to a, a you know, your, your grocery store and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go buy a can of pop or I'm going to go buy a 12 pack of pop, you know that you're going to get a Coca-Cola, you know that, you know, and, and so is brand marketing a concept that only big, big brands can, can tap into? And then what does that mean for the rest of the market, the 99% of, the, of companies that aren't the big brand? And, and you know, are we wasting time if, if we're spending our time thinking about brand equity and, and, and all these kind of things? Again, should we be putting all of our, our time and effort in, into the performance side and really just maximizing each and every transaction and each and every conversion and letting brand take take whatever path it takes over a long, long enough time horizon, you know, uh, if you think about the best brands that have popped up in the last half a decade, decade, uh, I you know th- th- there are a handful I'd say. Um, there's a suitcase company that comes to mind that I think you know built a lot of brand equity very quickly. This was of course a function of, of unbelievable times when it comes to access to capital and things. You know the amount of money poured into these brands um, to get build a, a level of brand recognition. Um, but it's almost like a roller coaster in terms of what that curve looks like. Big recognition up front, and then over, you know, the last couple of years, the, all these companies that I feel like ran a, you know, the gained a lot of attention um, have fallen off a cliff. I think a lot of them went on to IPO. I'm thinking now, now I've got a sneaker company that that comes to mind that that IPO'd, um, and their stock price has just fallen off a cliff as well. And and I think that's a function of this belief that okay if you build enough brand equity your unit economics you know the conversions all these things will take care of itself and i don't think that's true and i think it, you know as a as a more traditional kind of marketer um and i say that in terms of kind of my background in business uh when i compare that to, to say james who's, who's who's really an expert at kind of like the, the guerrilla methodology and, and and kind of boots on the ground what what is what actually works versus the theory. Um, thinking of, of brand versus performances is one of those things that I, I hadn't really thought about, you know, that, and, and it, it's really shaped a lot of what I'm, I think I'm going to be telling clients going forward, uh, you know, thinking about even for, for our own kind of uh, marketing work is, um, should we really be focusing more on on the performance side and then leaving the brand stuff to say employer brand. You know, I, I do think that there's value in um, building equity around or brand equity around how you are as an employer, because the talent side of the equation as a brand is, is still probably heavily driven by, by brand, right? The, the best talent will still go to the company that looks, smells and feels the best to them uh, versus the one that can optimize the conversion of getting them on the site and getting them to, to, uh, uh, submitted a, a job application. You know, I think people will still want to go work for the big brands or, or the, the brands that, that they think speak to them. And I think that's not a function of size. I think that's a function of a few different other things. Maybe, you know, ethics and, and image and other things, at least, that, that employer branding can appeal to. But on the just the, the true kind of commerce side, 
is brand uh, brand uh, marketing over? You know, after today's uh, conversation with James and thinking about this a little bit, I think it, it might be. The day of brand might be over. And then we, we really, as marketers, need to get good at the performance side and really looking at, at being data-driven uh, to be able to identify the right customers, to be able to you know identify the, the journey, the customer journey, making sure that user experience is such that you know you can capture lead data and, and, and what are you doing with that data once you have it? Are you have you got the sales team in place? You know, being guide uh, consultants and guided guides on on that side of the equation versus kind of the fluffy stuff around logos and colors and things. I think it's probably the future of marketing. And um, I'd be curious if you're a marketing practitioner or, or just someone who's interested in marketing in general to uh, what your thought thoughts are on, on on brand marketing versus performance marketing uh, because it's something that that I think uh, we might start to see a lot more of. The, the the conversation at least um, especially as we go into a downturn if that's on on, on the short term horizon at least uh, for us <laughs>